dead death star in the middle of an ocean uh it it certainly is and you know what that's that's just how we're gonna start yes that is a dead fucking death star in the middle of the ocean now how how is that even possible uh well how honestly there's a lot in here that's how is that even possible but it's okay because i'd rather have for, for a teaser like this i'd rather have tons and tons of stuff that leaves me with lots of questions yeah because yeah. that's much more interesting. Uh, yeah, and, no, I agree. It's definitely full of questions. Yeah. It's definitely full of questions. And, 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 yeah, so I, we just got to that part. I've just got the trailer on repeat uh, going right here. And first of all, this is how I woke up today. Because I've, I've been on, you know, how my shifts go back and forth. And I woke up with a message from our pal Red Ranger that said, Hey, everybody, watch this. And it was a link to the, the live stream from... Yeah. Uh, celebration and I oh hang on I think I'm not muted anymore Uh, I can hear you I don't know what that was Uh, but it was a link to the live stream from celebration and I was like oh cool I'll check that out because fortunately if I was at work I wouldn't have been able to watch it Uh, so I I wake up and the first thing I see when I wake up today is the teaser trailer for episode 9 which is called Chad what is it called the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and I, I, I uh, I'm in agreement with the the hesitant questioning you you finished that statement with. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it's not that it's not cool. It's I. Here's my really my only issue with it is I think a moratorium should should have been put on the rise of anything about five years ago, if not longer. I agree. I wish it had used the... Well, it kind of did. I'm actually... One of the reasons I'm okay with the title is that I wanted it to use the of structure. Yes. Because three is Revenge of the Sith, six is Return of the Jedi, and so nine is Rise of the Skywalker. Right. Not quite as eloquent, I would say, as the other two titles. <laughs> um, a little more specific. Uh, as the movie starts, there's only two Skywalkers alive, and neither one of them seem to be on the rise. Right. Um, now, I you... hope not to get into discussions about the previous film, but sure. I hope this doesn't mean they plan on going back on Ray's parentage. Well, and you and I, you know, that's while we could talk about Last Jedi probably for seven days straight. That's yeah. something that you and I are in agreement on. Is I I agree with the idea that Ray is nobody and that anyone can step up and and be a powerful figure in the the galaxy, the universe, the world, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I hope that that's not what that is. It could be about Ben. He's done so much awful shit, though. Uh, even yeah. if, even even if he gets redeemed, which is fine. That's part of what Star Wars is about. Even if he gets redeemed, it feels like it's not his rise. Right, right. He already he already rose pretty much. Yeah, and has fallen, 
and you don't get to rise again. You just get to make up for it. Right. But and, and uh, I don't feel like it can be Leia because I no. doubt one. I doubt there's enough footage to, to no. detail any sort of rise for her. And two, that doesn't seem like a you know even if the movie ends with Queen Leia, that's kind of a weird or, or Leia the the president of the galaxy or whatever. (laughs) I I highly doubt they shot enough footage. No, no, I don't see how that could Um, be. And, uh, but uh, Lando's flying the Falcon, Dave. Lando is flying the Falcon (laughs) and having a great time doing it. Uh, that, that is, I loved that because one of the things I loved so much about solo was that it was a fun movie. Yes. Uh, and that that one shot in this teaser showed us that well this isn't going to be just a dour uh morbid affair look at these guys having fun chewie even raises his arm up as they go into hyperspace yeah no yeah there's fun to be had here as well as all of the emotions that uh, i mean i was crying after after i watched this there were yeah i I got a little misty i i agree with you one of the I have liked both of seven and eight, but one of the problems I have with them is how dark they kind of are. Mm -hmm. And I've said this before. I don't watch star Wars to cry and I'm, you know, I'm an old man. I cried everything. Oh my gosh. I know. Right. But the original movies fill me with joy and fun. And even when they get dark, they fill me with joy and fun. Right. And, um, I thought force awakens did a pretty good job. Of it, and they've both tried humor, and they've both used humor, you know, to uh, success and not success, depending on your preference. But there's just been this heaviness to them, and that comes from them being made by adult Star Wars fans growing up and watching the prequels and seeing how, from their point of view, how goofy they were, and wanting to make the movie that they wanted to see in '99, which is a serious Star Wars film. Right, and they've kind of forgotten that the originals are goofy as fuck, and don't make a lot of sense when you think about the plot. Actually, Ryan Johnson kind of took that to heart, but they, I just, I I want them to be fun. I don't want to ball. I don't want to cry. I don't want to be put through the emotional ringer in that such a dark way. I want them to be fun adventure movies that my kids can watch one day. Well, I want to, when this one is over, I want to cry, but I want it to be out of joy and relief, not out of abject misery. No, exactly. Like I, I, I don't mind a little emotional, happy tears. That's fine. But, uh, the first two have been at times oppressive in, yes. in their bleakness. And there is, and we've discussed this before, and this was a problem with the expanded universe as well. So I'm not going to, nail disney on this this is a problem all all around with star wars is that any story that you tell that takes place after return of the jedi takes a little bit away from the victory at the end of return of the jedi yes because that was that was a happy ending because they beat the bad guys and then we we get to force awakens and man shit's bad again (laughs) and our our characters who let's face it earned a life of peace are back in a life of war and again, those things are necessary to continue the story. It is called right. Star Wars, as we know, not Star Peace. <laughs> but there is a little bit of, and you know, just so people know, we're going to be spoiling stuff all day today. Um, and I won't spoil it entirely, but you know, that's one of the problems I have with the end of the new Halloween. Right. 
um, was that it felt it undercut the victory at the end of the movie for me. Well, and I think that therein lies the problem with sequels, though. It does. Is yeah. you have to continue the conflict. You, you just have to, and that's why yes. the idea of uh, the the Weiss, Weiss Weiss and Benioff. I don't know how to pronounce either of their names. The the I think it's of, Weiss Weiss and Benioff. Weiss and Benioff. Uh, that's why the idea of their uh, story. And, and honestly, you, you know how I feel about the Last Jedi, but. I could get really excited about Ryan Johnson doing his own thing in the Star Wars universe, and I am. He was going to. Who knows if he is now? They've suspended right. all further films. Yeah, and and I, I think we'll we'll be in kind of a waiting period until after uh, Episode Nine and and the streaming service and everything else. But uh, but here's the thing: I'm I'm okay with that. Like people people keep asking me you know what happens if star wars goes away i'm like what's well, not going away no I don't like, well what if they don't make any more movies and i'm honestly okay like well movies are a, a whole different thing now anyway i mean honestly if if we're moving to streaming and cable formats where we're getting stuff that's as high quality as game of thrones and sharp objects and all of these right. incredible shows west uh, westworld the production quality on westworld is yeah. astounding so what if what happens is now you know you go and you see you have the opportunity to go and see say the pilot or the the premiere episode in a theater and mm-hmm. then you get you know 10 hours total of of incredible cinematic content delivered to you at home like dave, why is that I, bad dave that's all i really want Right. I, 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 I don't, you know, the movie's all grand, but we've talked about this. The movies are for everybody. The movies are for the, the general populace. It's the only movie my dad sees every year. Right. But uh, I don't care. I want the stuff for me. And The Mandalorian looks like it's for me. Oh, for and, sure. And the, the Cassian Andor series sounds like it's for me. Yeah. And so as selfish as that is i'm okay with it just being a geeky thing and i'm okay yes. with my books and my comics and if you're going to give me live action television shows and more animated shows um, i'm actually finally getting into resistance it does get better i know it sounds a cliche because dave filoni starts off every show with an annoying kid lead character <laughs> that you know that you fucking hate and eventually you'll want to like him and i'm not going to say i like the lead character of resistance yet but i don't hate him as much as i used to and it's actually getting better. So I don't know what magic trick he pulls, but he it just seems to be his formula. Yeah, and I, I know I'll get into that one soon. Yeah. But um, you the know, animation look, stuff. Uh, but start- with the tri- but with the teaser, you know, I, I we've talked about this with many a product, and we'll get to in this with the film we're talking about today. Uh, I'm going. I mean, it's neat to see. I'm not going to watch the teaser too many times. No, I, well. I'm I'm watching the teaser over and over again for sure, but I'm I'm done yeah. at this point. Like I don't care yeah. to see any more trailers. I, all I need is the release date. I'll watch the full trailer once or twice, and then I won't read a fucking thing. The only the only thing I did I did, and we talked about this on the podcast. I did read look at a lot of footage from Solo before I saw it, and that was a strategic play to get myself acclimated to our new hero to the new guy playing Han. I wanted to walk into Solo comfortable with sure. Alden Aaron Reich as Han Solo. And I sure, did, sure. and I've watched that movie now in total more than all the other new ones combined. 
As have I. Uh, I watch that movie all the fucking time. <laughs> and it's so much fun and it's so great. And, and the last thing I wanted to say about, you know, going forward with the yeah. Star Wars movies yeah. is if you remember, Star Wars set the standard for theatrical debuts of television series with the Clone Wars movie. They did. Uh, yeah. It did. So it, it, bombed, it bombed horribly. It bombed it, horribly, but the world, it, it's because it was before its time. It, it was, but it also, I mean, it doesn't help that. Almost every show, but it starts off Rocky. Um, you know, we're, we're Buffy fans. We know how Rocky Buffy kind of starts off in the first season sure. or how everyone always tells you, well, you know, get through the first season of X show and, and it gets better. Uh, so to start off with their theatrical experience with like f- basically three pasted together episodes of the very first episodes, they're not the best episodes of Clone Wars by a long shot. So it, it it doesn't make it like a great film. But there's no, there's no doubt in my mind though that at some point, whether it be through uh, you know Fathom events or or whatever venue, yeah. we're going to be seeing new Star Wars on theatrical screens for I, for years to come. Yeah, Fathom. I saw. I remember seeing like the Game of Thrones season two last two episodes. They did that in theaters a while back through they, Fathom. Yeah, they did um, Hard Home. In, in the theater. Oh, did they? Yeah, I saw uh, Battle of Blackwater. I saw Battle of Blackwater. Yeah, they they uh, they had a few, th- and, and it's you know it's great because it keeps. I never want to lose the theatrical experience, but I don't mm-hmm. think the idea of everything having to be a movie is a successful one going forward. Well, I've told you this: if I could be handed a Star Wars project, I wouldn't want a movie. Sure. I'd want one of these shows. I'd rather tell you know a, a ten plus hour ongoing story than just a well, movie. Also, because of the things that I love about Star Wars are different. That I would a show would let me explore those things way more than a movie. There's a reason why the the movies, at least the trilogy movies, they can't it they can't scratch are real hardcore itches. They just can't. And that's the thing is that's why guys like you and me love the expanded universe so much is we really got into the characters via the expanded universe and the movies just can't do the movies can't tell you, you you know, you get a a basic outline of who Han is as a person, but they they don't really explore any further than that. Well, and also they can get, you know, and another thing we liked about Solo is how it gets in the nooks and crannies and how, how detailed it is and how literate it is to the world itself. And I, I, I understand I'm an oddity, but I, I said I think of myself as a Star Wars historian, and so this is all just information to me that I want to absorb. Uh, yes. I'm, yes. I want to know – I want a picture of the entire galaxy, of the entire world they're telling, and – on a move on a show, you're going to be able to tell, you know, on the Mandalorian, you know, hopefully it'll be good, but Favreau will be able to tell the story of this kind of lone gunslinger out there in the galaxy. But we've already seen IG-88 showing up. Um, there's rumors of other characters. There's rumors of Rebels characters perhaps showing up. There's just rumors. But yeah. and and wherever they go, I'm I'm in. I'm, I'm yeah. talking about that show. But let's get back to yeah. uh, because we we've got yeah, yeah we've got more to talk about. Yeah. but. But to reiterate, Lando is flying the Falcon <laughs> um, and wearing yellow, so which is pretty cool. He's got like a yellow shirt. Yeah, and he's, he's basically got Donald Glover's yellow shirt on with just what like, to be a different cloak. It would be amazing if it was like three sizes too small when he shows up. <laughs> you know, he's like, I try to get back into my old shit. Um, uh, he'd he'd look know. like all of us today. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wearing our Star Wars shirts. <laughs> right, right. And um, now, here's my question: Are they on Jakku, Jetta, Tatooine, or question mark? Yeah, right, right. And that's that's what this is. What I want to do now is just run through yeah. uh, the yeah. teaser and talk about each sequence that we got to see, which opens sure. uh, with, with Ray on yet another desert planet. Yeah. Although one that's that's a little more. There's a lot more to it. Lots of mountains and stuff. Um, right. No crash starships. Yeah, yeah no, no crash starships. Uh, and she is facing down Kylo Ren's completely re-outfitted... Uh, I can't remember what his ship is called because I'm his, not the good fan his, I used to be. His ship's called the Silencer, the TIE Silencer. But this one has a bunch of red... Uh, and it's more like an interceptor. It's not. It doesn't look like the Silencer. It's a different shape. It's a. It's got the wings of an interceptor. It's the silencer. Oh, it doesn't have different. the split. It doesn't have the split wings. See, I noticed. I was sitting here yeah. looking at all the red, yeah. which is interesting because yeah. we get the scene. And and look, this is me projecting onto this teaser. <laughs> what are we gonna do? It's exactly what we're gonna do. Uh, the scene of Kylo Ren rebuilding his helmet, which to put that in the teaser is a big fuck you to Ryan Johnson. And I know it's not. No, but it made me happy yeah. uh, because well, you've I, heard the stories of of how that helmet was destroyed. Right. Uh, then, then you know that that was one of Johnson's real shining moments on that movie set. Right. Uh, well, I like I like the fact that uh, though it's going to have like red cracks in it. Yes, uh, he's repairing it with some kind of red material. But what's interesting is that this. Uh, which does actually, I, ju- I just ran it back. It does have the split wings of the silencer. No, um, it has this, but it, the the shape of them the are more sh- like an interceptor. Yeah, and it, but the red is just fantastic. Uh, basically, I'm just looking yeah. at this thing and thinking, new toy, cool. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah. uh, when, I'm, which, I'm wondering when the X-Wing Miniatures game is going to put one out. Right, so. right, exactly, which Arian will mock both of us uh, thoroughly for, and that's fine. Quick side note, dude. I feel like you. I pre-ordered that two hundred dollar executor for Star Wars Armada. That oh, like two and a half foot long Super Star Destroyer. Oh man, you're gonna now. Be so I, happy, now I know though. what it feels like to be you. You're gonna be so happy though. Oh, oh, oh so, so you know I'm gonna come live in your sail barge. Yeah, I'm gonna fine. like rent a room in your sail barge. Hey, so anyway. Side note for me, I recovered a good bit of money on that sail barge because I sold Yak Face for two hundred bucks. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's feeling like, what, it's like a, what a third of it. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it's almost half of it. Oh wow! wow. Uh, so yeah, I was pretty yeah. stoked about that. Yeah, so they're on a she's on a desert planet. She's playing chicken with what we assume is Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter. Correct, and uh, she does this uh, beautiful, incredible Jedi backflip. Yeah, uh, they cut off halfway in between, so we don't see her. Right, we don't know if she's jumping over it, if she's going to land on top of it, which probably yeah. would be a bad idea. Uh, yeah. But, but it's still a very exciting, dynamic open, and it shows us Ray versus Kylo Ren, which is what this trilogy has been building up to. Well, and it also shows, I mean, it has a couple of, like, Western hip shots, you know, where she's kind of looking across, and, like, yes. it has a very solo-like shot of her thing. And if you notice in that in that kind of um, Sergio Leone showdown shot, She's got uh, both her lightsaber and also uh, the blaster Han gave her still yes. on her hip. So a little bit of shout out to Han. Um, so yeah, so that's the intro. And then we uh, move on to a very excitingly different looking planet uh, with an A-wing approaching. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really neat lit up city that I, I don't know. I have no idea what this is. 
At first glance, it looks a little bit like, uh, uh, where's Jar Jar from? Uta. Oh, Naboo? Yeah, but it's not. It just For a brief glance, it looked like underwater, but then I looked at it again, and it's not. Well, but, but you're right. It does have that sort of organic look to it. And the kind of glowing lights in the distance type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. But there's but no domes or anything, and, and plus they would never do, never, ever do that. Yeah, no, no. But I am comfortable going to cool new planet. That's, I'm fine with yeah. that. Yeah, uh, and then we move on to Kylo Ren, Fur- Furious Kylo Ren uh, on a very red in a very red forest. It looks like it's probably on fire. Would be my guess. There's probably oh yeah, there is on. a bunch of fire, but there's a pink yeah. in the background. But the my my big thing here was who's he fighting? What's he doing? But he yeah. is alongside a first order stormtrooper. So at this point, uh, he he's still a bad guy. Whatever it is that's going on. <laughs> I mean, are we going on the assumption of what we've heard, that it's been like a year? Uh, I mean, I guess. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, that would make most sense. Uh, that would be J.J., again, not to be bashing Ryan Johnson, because I like the movie, but that would be J.J. keeping tradition of time actually passing. Sure. Between the films. And I think uh, it, it would seem likely, I mean, how The Last Jedi ended with there being like six members of the Resistance living. Um, it's probably going to take time to build up their forces a little bit. Well, so. I think we we had speculated back when we talked about the Last Jedi that that I mean, ten years wouldn't be a stretch. Although it yeah. doesn't look like that's what's happened. No, uh, but a but a bigger time jump really could have made sense. But yeah, we, so we've got Kylo Ren in a in a pink forest, a pink flaming forest, <laughs> yeah, uh, brutally cutting down some sort of armored guy that is is not armored in a way we've seen before. It's not recognizable. No, but with the resistance, it, it, he could still be resistance because oh, sure, I mean sure. they're they're a ragtag group, so yeah. you never know what they look like. They could be you know like Saw's partisans and the rebels all look different. It's you know yeah. But it is a, again, it's cool. It's a cool armor, shot, and I looked at it and I thought, new toy, new toy. <laughs> well, and they also what I liked about that was they give you kind of one moment of of Ray badassery, and then they gave you kind of this little moment of Kylo badassery as well as he's chopping that dude in half. And then uh, then we move on to Kylo repairing his shattered helmet, uh, which yep. is it's interesting to me that he is repairing his helmet instead of just having a new helmet, like. There is definitely something to that about I'm keeping the scars uh, here. Yeah, the scars to reflect the face underneath as well. Sure. Um, you know, so yeah, there there is something to be about that. And I do think that since it was Snoke that pushed him to getting rid of the helmet, you know, it was, Snoke, it was Snoke's comments to him that made him destroy his helmet, that I could see him with Snoke being gone going back to it um uh there can be you know despite whatever we think about how it was handled in the last film there could be legitimate character reasons why yeah he would want it back and and the other fun thing is this is star wars so we may or may not find out what they are and that's fine (laughs) and that's fine because one of the number one reason may be that uh ryan johnson doesn't think the helmet's very cool and jj since he helped design it does and wants it back and that's we try to explain things in movie terms as much as we can but you know jj just probably likes the helmet and chances are there'll be a tie-in book that does explain it (laughs) and the chances are i will buy it and read it and it's (laughs) (laughs) we know we know how this goes we've we've been to this rodeo a few times (laughs) 
You know, I, one of the reasons I told you I'm excited to talk about the movie we're going to talk about next is because I can put on my film geek critical I know, hat I know. a little bit more. Because yeah. when we talk Star Wars, I, I check that shit at the door. You know, I mean, I get shit from my friends, like my movie friends. They're like, you know, you weren't nearly critical enough of Solo, and I'm like, nope, I wasn't. <laughs> and well, and that's will uh, for for the listeners. Uh, we're for us, we're going straight into a conversation about us next, but we'll be posting these out of order so you can actually go to needlessthingspodcast.com and find our us episode uh that came out prior yeah. to this yeah Probably. no it, maybe Probably. yeah maybe one way or it, the it, other listen this i don't think we pointed out this is an emergency broadcast that we're doing yes uh, that's right neither one of us knew we were waking up to this no we, so. had, we already had plans to talk about us today and i sent a message and i was like uh well what do we do about this <laughs> Well, I what I find funny is that when people, I was like so excited to get on your show and not talk Star Wars. Right, right, right. Just because, um, yeah, just because I, that's what I always talk about, and I always. Uh, well, there's so much more to you than just Star Wars, but that's usually what we're doing so no it is and i on my website i literally list myself as the resident star wars expert on the needless things podcast so i'm completely okay with that and that's accurate but we're we're gonna see another side of chad in a bit here but let's let's wrap this up first our next sure of course course. our next shot is I, i this is the shot honestly that made me sort of cheer a little bit more than anything else it's uh finn and poe yes together yes in cool adventure gear clearly having a cool adventure uh now i will say this i'm a little bummed that we didn't see rose at all in this teaser uh yes yes but just seeing adventure bros right here on screen i love this shot yeah i i did uh I, i was very happy with that it looked like they were getting ready to on their way to fight in morton joe (laughs) <laughs> um, well, that's because they're on that same desert planet. It several. Looks like. It looks very Mad Maxy. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. And 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 they both look kind of clean and fresh. Like you know, it, it sounds silly, but like uh, you know, Finn doesn't look like he's been through the ravages of the last movie. It looks like there's been some time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, seeing them together, and then I believe later in the trailer we see them on a speeder together with three PO as well. That also uh, looks very Mad Maxy. Yeah, or oh, Jabba like though as well. It looks yeah. a little bit like a Jabba skiff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, that that. So, and I think JJ has said the three of them will be together for a big chunk of the movie. And that's that's what I want because I love those characters. They in Force Awakens they so successfully gave us three awesome, exciting new characters. Um, well, I distinctly remember when we recorded the um, Force Awakens commentary that one of your favorite moments was uh, when Poe and Finn meet. Yes. And, oh, my gosh. You're right. And I, I love that moment, too, from, you know, the uh, the, the kind of the funny, uh, you, you need a pilot. I, I need a pilot. Yeah. To, to the pleased to meet you, you know, while they're in the middle of combat, you know. Um, and then that, and at the same time, right after that, it has – my, probably my favorite sequence in Force Awakens, honestly, which is uh, Finn and Rey and the Falcon, and the joy of that scene of them running away from the Tie Fighters and the Falcon, and the the camaraderie it creates between the two of them. And so, bringing the three of them together, which in the original film you get the three of them together for the second half of the movie, 
but then they're split up for the rest of the films, uh, except for a little bit in Jedi. Yeah. And then um, in these movies, while we think of them as our big three, Finn and Ray don't meet until Last Jedi, or Ray and Poe don't meet until the Last Jedi. Right. And so the fact that the three of them are together on this planet, adventuring together, like it's not traditionally as Star Warsy as people think. But uh, I, I want that. <laughs> so yeah. I want that a lot. It sounds like a lot of fun. So anyway, go. So they're on the they're 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 on the planet, and then yeah, zoom through. What else we got? We got uh, Lando. We got BB-8 and some new adorable little droid that's a wheel and uh, a funnel, basically. Yeah, he, he looks like he's got the like a uh, Mercury capsule. From, yes, like, the Mercury program on his head. Um, that, that's accurate. And uh, they they brought it on stage at celebration, and it rolled around, and it was cute. But uh, okay. what's what's important, and I don't think we've discussed the next shot yet. What is, what is the next shot? I don't know. Uh, it's it's Lando flying the Falcon. Oh, it's Lando flying the fucking Falcon. <laughs> it's Lando and Chewie flying the Falcon. Oh, I know, and they're having a great time. They're going to hyperspace, and uh, then the title, the saga, comes to an end, pops up, and then we go into exciting desert skiff racing, which. I'm stoked about because I I love Star Wars vehicle chases. Oh, uh, you gotta have one. Yeah, and and that's star, I mean vehicles are the reason that I never fully switched to the six inch toy line. Like the three and right. three quarter inch will always be my home. And uh, we see cool racing explosions through the desert. We see speeder bikes, and we see, as you said, uh, Finn, Poe, and C three PO. Uh, now, I'm glad. I'm glad to see three PO in on some action. Uh, yeah, I was a little concerned because I think we saw that that little tiny new droid a few times in, in leaks and nothing of three PO, and I was a little concerned. Yeah. But uh, in a fully golden three PO for the first time ever. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, it's it's the last time. Let's put him, you know, send yeah. him out looking good. Let's give him his nice upgrade. But yeah, this is exciting stuff. They're, yes, they're, yeah, that stuff looks like a lot of fun. But that doesn't. None of they said none of that matters when you have Lando flying the Falcon. That's and, true. Uh, That's true. He looks great. So, and then I, I forget what else we see. Uh, we get an A wing crashing onto, and I love the focus on A wings. Uh, in yeah. this, uh, we see two different shots with A-Wings, and I don't know if that's the same one or if it's just that's the ship they chose to represent this movie, but it's cool. I like it. Because I believe they've represented the A-Wing, if not on Resistance by now, but it is it has been confirmed in supplementary products and everything that the A-Wing is still in the fleet or an adva- a new version of the A-Wing is in the fleet during the Resistance. So Yeah, well, they released a toy. Um, oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, they released a toy for Last Jedi and... Uh, one of the I can't remember who it was, but one of the characters was an A wing pilot. Like that was a thing. Oh, okay. Uh, so we get an A wing crashing onto what looks it's really really quick, but it looks like an artificial surface. So it's like a starship or something. Well, in the background, it almost looks like a Venerator class star destroyer kind of behind him. Yeah, it looks like it's a space battle. Yeah, um, but the star destroyer. It's weird because the ship looks like a Republic era. Star Destroyer. Yeah, it's but uh, that that one's so quick. There's not really much to take yeah. in, and then we go no. into a shot of what looks like Leia's hands holding the medallion from the end of Episode Four. Yeah, I think. Yeah, right? I, I, that, that's, that's, that's that's my assumption. Moment. No, no, that's a Yavin medallion. That's what okay. got me. Um, it's probably Hans, but uh, someone on the live broadcast joked that maybe she's finally going to give it to Chewie. Oh my gosh, wouldn't that be a nice moment? I, I have a feeling this movie's going to move a little too quickly 
for a scene like that. I think it would be awesome if it is Hans, but she gives it to Chewie. Yeah, that would be fantastic. So it would kind of it would make sense in the in the story that she would be cherishing this medal. At the same time, it would be a nice little fan service for her to give it to Chewie. Yeah, so. I, w- I would love to see that. And then we go directly to uh, Ray and Leia sharing a hug on a forest planet. Yeah, I think that's from the open from the beginning. Uh, I think JJ said something about the forest planet being near the beginning of the film. It could be where they're hiding out, maybe. Sure, sure. Um, my that was the only shot in the movie that gave me con- some concern because. We know that Carrie Fisher did not film anything for this film. Right. And that the footage is all being cobbled together from other things. Is that just a reworking of the shot at the end of Force Awakens? I think it's possible because it looked like that's immediately what it reminded me of. Uh, and, and you know what? But here's the thing with modern trailers, we don't even know if that's really going to be in the movie. And it could be an outtake. that's that's just significantly different enough from the original but it did i was just like oh are they just reusing that because uh as much as i love rogue one i wish they could have found a way for some of the fighter pilots that we brought back from the dead to say different things because they say very similar things to what they say in a new hope yeah um in fact it's almost as if they just took their lines from A New Hope and took outtakes. And, and I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine that's what happened. And I love it, but you know, I yeah. hope they found a way for her to. You know, so so I just hope they're not looping that little shot. Um, uh, and that's how we're going to do it because that that would be a little frustrating because it, it was very recognizable to yeah. me that moment. Yeah, yeah, it, it, to me as well. But, uh, but next, seeing Car- but seeing Carrie, I'm, I, I care. I you know, I'm going to get. I'm going to get emotional about that no matter what. Uh, next up, we have finally all of uh, this is the sh- this is all the heroes shot. Man, we get Finn, Poe, Ray, three PO. Uh, no R two, unfortunately, and I just realized yeah. I don't think we see R two in the trailer at all. Uh, we do not. Um, really. But uh, BB eight, the little new guy, and Chewbacca, everybody together in one shot in what looks like whales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But just this, that shot. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it. and then we get the title, right? Well, and let's not forget, we also get a little bit of new voiceover by Hamill. Right. Okay, so that that is Luke, because he's, he's doing his, Early craggy, on. He's doing his yes. craggy Luke at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, and we know Hamill's in the movie. Right. And we know because of that he's going to be glowing blue. Um, but as far as what his part is going to be, how much he's going to be in it we have no idea but then at the very end is that palpatine cackling oh for sure it is yeah uh and i d- look okay well, for a wait. second i thought it was snoke but. so we're we're on uh that last hero shot they're they're walking it looks like Wales or island or something then the shot turns around and we're seeing what looks like the focusing laser of a death star or the whatever they call the array around where the laser comes out uh right. It looks like that in a big black, awesome-looking ocean, and Ray is carrying what could be Wilrow Hood's ice cream maker. <laughs> could be, it's could po- be yeah. possible. Let's let's could tie be. that in if we can. Uh, sure. But yeah, sure. it's, it's a cool head shot. There it is, done. Yeah. And uh, this is the part where Luke says, "We're always with you. Uh, nobody's ever truly gone." Or something along those lines, yeah, and then no we get truly gone, and then we yeah. get Palpatine's crazy cackle, which 
delights me. And I'm not worried, but I'm just like, well, how the fuck is that going to work? Um, you know what? I, I, I one of my I have a framed copy of the first issue of uh, Dark Empire. Oh, sure. Uh, so I love that cover, and and that comic's an important one to me. Uh, so you know, bring it on. Let's see what happens. Well, <laughs> and that's my fir- my first thought, and and look, these things never go quite how I think. But my first thought was, is it possible? a Palpatine clone has returned from the outbound flight, which is canon in the Disney Star Wars story. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, you know, anything's possible. It, it wouldn't surprise me simply because of JJ's, you know, let's say he, I mean, he's running on nostalgia here, right? I mean, he's, it, 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 it's, it's clear in force awakens, but he's, you know, he, he wants to play with, I think, this is probably the last time he's going to do this. He wants to play with as many Star Wars toys as he can. And if they found a way to bring Palpatine in it in a small way, he gets to play with his Emperor figure. Well, here's, so, here's the thing. After they showed this teaser at Celebration, Ian McDiarmid stepped on stage with a microphone and in the Palpatine voice said, Roll it again. No, you're fucking kidding me. No, that happened. Holy cow. Yeah, okay. yeah. That, All right. that happened. Okay, that's going to take me a minute to process. I didn't realize that, you hadn't seen that. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, that's going to take me a second to process, because that means he's involved. Right. And he looked fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, he'll look worse in the movie. Um, <laughs> he'll, look like a, he'll look like a ball sack made it with a prune. Well, but um, if he's a clone, will he? Oh, God, if they did the young clone right. thing. Right. The clone, so he looks like he does in episode one. Yes. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. That's too nuts. Uh, <laughs> that's too much for my brain to handle right now. I didn't know. I'm so happy no, I to tell you no, that. I, I didn't even know. That's yes. amazing. You got to go, um, so, go back and watch it. It's worth it just for how happy he is to be there. Oh, no, it's awesome. And, and you know, uh, prequel bashing that people do, and, you know, we're not ones that necessarily do that, but he's he's one that really hold his own in those movies. Oh, yeah. he's. Uh, I mean, he, he is easily pointed to as a high point of, of all three of those. Him and Ewan McGregor are the ones that kind of yeah. managed to rise above the, uh, let's just say, awkward well, dialogue it's, they're it's, given. It's why when there's discussion of an, of an Obi-Wan solo anything, uh, well, excuse yeah. me, Obi-Wan standalone anything, yeah. uh, even people who hate the prequels are like, oh, well, you, I'd love to see Ewan McGregor do that again. Yes, no, and you McGregor would like to do it again. Um, and uh, yeah, so okay, that's cool. And then we get to the title. Yeah, and uh, we it's talked fine. about this a little bit at the beginning. It's I, I, it's every Star Wars title since Phantom Menace has annoyed me, except for Revenge of the Sith. And then you get used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't even trip me up to say the Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones. It doesn't even... I don't even think about it when I say the phrases. Yeah. You know, so... so, And I thought Phantom Menace was an okay title. I thought Attack of the Clones was a stupid title. I'm used to it now. Um, Revenge of the Sith, I was in the room at, at Comic-Con when they announced the title for Revenge of the Sith. And that's a great fucking title. And that's a great title. It's a meta title as well. You right, know, because of Revenge going, of the Jedi. And Revenge, yeah, and so that's great. So Rise of the Skywalker, it is interesting that it's the only title that has a character name in it. 
where it, you know, like where it makes it very specific using the word Skywalker, right? Not Jedi, not Sith, but Skywalker. I, I'm wondering if there's some kind of parallel. The idea that the Skywalkers are not Jedi or Sith, you know, <laughs> you know, it's well, Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Sith and Rise of the Scott, the our, Skywalker. Uh, our friend, well, that's what's interesting. It's the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, the is, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, there's no the. Yeah. So yeah. that's I don't know, so, but our our friend, uh, our head of research, Ryan Schweck, has yes. a theory that he shared. I'm not going to share it here because it's his to share, uh, and I'm sure we'll be talking about this more sooner than later. Uh, but it's an interesting idea. Um, you, me, and Ryan talking Star Wars will never I, happen I, again. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Uh, but we got to wrap this thing up, Chad, yes, because yeah. we've we've got another conversation to have. So we do, and I've been excited for it. So final, uh, uh, final thoughts. I think I'm going to see this movie. Yeah, I guess I am. I suppose yeah. so. I think I'm going to see this movie, and uh, you know, hopefully they don't blow it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, but but I will say this, and and people who listen a lot or you know how much Star Wars means to me, if they do, I'll survive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing is, even if this isn't good, I still have my 40 years of fandom and uh, and I'll plenty of other be- stuff. And also be like, yeah, but I can't wait to see what happens next season on The Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, it's, so it's, it's like, fine. it's all just part of the tapestry to me. But of course, I hope it's awesome. And, so. and I and that's at this point, I, I have joy and I have hope. from. And it looks scenes. cool. And it looks cool. It looks cool. All right, we're all right. wrapping it up. And I will say for the listeners real quick, I think this actually will post before us. So yeah. keep an eye out for the Us cast as well. All right. Yeah, it's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, if you have, if you're listening to this now and haven't seen us, see us before you listen to us, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because we're going to spoil the fuck out of it. Thanks, Chad. All right. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vic's employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh huh. <laughs>